Today's scripture is from Matthew chapter 5. Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that you may see your good, they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Thank you, Jolyn. You may all be seated. On its own, salt is pretty terrible. Can you imagine how nasty even one spoonful would be? But when you put salt in a soup, it brings out the flavors of the vegetables and the broth. And in a caramel, it makes the sugar that much sweeter. And without it, fresh baked bread is as bland as communion wafers. Salt exists to enhance other flavors. It is living out its purpose. It is at its best when it is making other things better. It's the same with light. Look too long at a flashlight, a headlight, or the sun, and it's painful. And you can't see light move across a room on its own. You can't observe it traveling in midair. You only know it's there by what it lights up. The point of light is to illuminate other things. It's best when it's set like a lamp on top of a lampstand, giving light to all in the house. Today we hear Jesus tell anyone who follows him that they are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Today we also ask you to behold where God is showing up within you. And when we hear this invitation to look for God within ourselves, maybe we think we should be still and look inward to make ourselves very, very quiet so that we might hear God. Maybe we think we should look for this eternal and unchanging peace of our soul. There's nothing wrong with looking inward, but there is a little bit of a danger too. And the danger is thinking that you're going to find God hidden and nestled within you like something static, something hidden, something that you need to find within yourself, like a treasure to be uncovered if only you look hard enough, like there's a little hidden God chunk inside us and our job is to mine the depths to find it. But think about what that would say about God, if that's how God were present in us. 
that kind of God would depend on our own efforts. That kind of God would have to wait around for us to become interested in finding God, for us to get it completely right before God could become active in us and the world. That kind of God would make our seeking after God more powerful than God's seeking after us and would keep our gifts locked up inside us like a spoonful of salt. The God that Jesus reveals is not that kind of God. The God who Jesus reveals isn't hidden and stationary. We don't have to look for God. The God who Jesus reveals is alive and active, present and dynamic as the air we breathe in and out. This God always lies ahead of our best efforts and relentlessly keeps coming to each one of us before we have the chance to get it right, before we are able to name concretely where God is in us, before we even think about looking for God. God has already found us. And God doesn't find us just to stay within us. God is on the move, breathing life and healing and justice and hope into the world. And so when God is present within us, it's only to draw us out. God becomes present in us so that we might become present to God and God's work in the world. Faith isn't so much about mining for God inside of us, so much as it is receiving God's presence from outside of us. It's not so much about looking for God within you, but trusting that you are already within God. This is why Jesus is talking about salt and light today. By themselves, alone, stationary, sure, you could say they're good, but what are they doing? What are they there for? They're missing the point. They are best when they are poured out. They are best when they are used in connection with others. They come alive when they interact with the world and achieve their purpose by extending themselves boldly. It's the same with looking for God in yourself. If you search only for God's presence within you by looking for this static God peace within your soul, maybe you'll find God there, but that's not really the point. God's grace doesn't come to us so that it can sit like a rock in our stomach. God gives us grace within us to enliven us so that we might breathe it back out into the world. It's counterintuitive, but if you want to know where God is within you, you might want to look outside of you. Look at where you are enhancing the flavors of the people around you, like salt for the earth. Look for, at where you are illumining the world, where your gifts are being used like a lamp, put way up on a lampstand. And then ask where that's coming from. 
What was God giving to you to make that possible? How were you uniquely equipped? What did you need to receive in order to give? Where was God moving in you for that to happen? How were you being drawn in to what God is doing in the world? Look inside yourself, yes, but only look there for a God who refuses to stay put, a God who lives and moves, who does not stay confined within us, who doesn't depend on our correctness or perfection or ability, but who comes to us daily from the outside in and then goes from inside of us out to the world and renews us all by the grace we receive through each other. Amen.